Welcome to a fresh new Hot Off the Presses Story and Song podcast. I'm your host, Tim Heath. In this episode, we hear from Kevin Kelly and get the backstory to the recording of Edgar Winter's Rock and Roll Revival. Remember, every singer-songwriter and recording engineer has a very personal backstory to the songs they bring to life. Without further delay, and in his own words, here's Kevin and Rock and Roll Revival by Edgar Winter. It is. It is. So, let's uh, segue here to uh, an Edgar Winter song you had a part of. Tell us about that, Rock and Roll Revival. So this morning when I when I uh, I actually bought the record on on iTunes to be able to send it to you um, because my my version of it is in a in a uh, gold fr- in a frame <laughs> you know with, with the CD on the wall and I didn't want to rip it out. Edgar's an amazingly talented singer, writer, horn player like like off the charts, just amazing. Um, he's kind of a character. He uh, he was he was very difficult. Um, he worked the album, uh, standing on rock that had the song rock and roll revival, uh, on it, uh, was the summer of 1980. I remember the sessions as at the minimum 11 hours long and often 14. And I, I rode a 10 speed bike to and from the studio every night and morning just to clear my head. I remember how hard the work was. I remember how into it he was. And there was one night, I mean, so Edgar would be amazing musically for the whole day, if not quirky. And towards the end of the day, he would have had a lot to drink. By the evening, we really weren't getting much done, but he was not willing to give up. He would want to keep going. It was his ball. You know what I mean? He was was paying, or his record label was paying, you know, so we kept going. And one night we were mixing a song, this is God's Honest Truth, and he was kind of getting... I could tell he was getting pretty tuned up, basically drinking beer, drinking bud. He was getting kind of sleepy and a little sloshy, and we're mixing a song together. And I'm sitting with the rhythm section faders under my hands, and we were going to tape, so we weren't doing, like, you know, we weren't automating in a computer or anything. So I'm doing this mix, and uh, Edgar said, uh, I think I'll ride the saxophone, you know, and he, he leans over and he grabs the sax fader. It was a song about his wife, which I almost should have chosen instead of Rock and Roll Revival, although that was the hit from the record. He leaned over and he grabs this fader and he starts to ride the sax solo up and down a little bit while I'm moving the drum fills and all that. And all of a sudden he landed on me and I'm sitting next to him and he's passed out on me. (laughs) So this is true. This is verifiable. So he, I'm holding him up. We're in two chairs sitting next to each other at a big console. And, and so I'm like, I kind of do this thing where I kind of lift him up and put him back in his chair. And I'm like, Edgar, are you all right? And he's out. He's not talking. So I'm like, you know, my heart's going like this. Cause I'm thinking, Oh my God, like, you know, what's up with him? I should call nine one one. I can't, you know, get him to wake up. And it wasn't any kind of heavy drug thing. It was just, he had just had too much beer and, and Chinese food. So I run down to, the, to the, the hall to the office where his road manager was, uh, who was kind of his handler, the guy who would like, you know, kind of walk him around. Cause Edgar was, it was sight impaired. So he was, you know, kind of 
disappointing him. <laughs> and uh, and this guy, Jeff Noddy, and, and if he's listening, he'll hear this story and remember it. So he comes he comes in the control room and I'm like, let's call it. Let's call 911. And he goes, no, man, he's OK. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We can't like he's he's out. You know, he's you know, I don't you know. And um, I'm thinking, like, should we do CPR? What's going on? So he lifts up, you know, he lifts up his wad of platinum blonde hair and screams Edgar into his ear. Nothing. So I'm like, okay, I'm calling 911. He goes, nope. Um, I'm calling his wife. He takes the phone in the control room and he dials up Monique, Edgar's wife. You know, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Put the phone to his ear. So Monique's, you know, the handset goes next to Edgar's ear. <laughs> She was French. So she's to him in his ear. And all of a sudden, his head perks up. He turns to me and he goes, that's enough for tonight, Kevin. <laughs> and, and, he, and he grabs his valise, his briefcase, like he's, like he's leaving the office. And he you know, walks down the hall and leaves. And I tell you what, when it was first happening, I'm like, you know, I had just read an article about how albinos have shorter lifestyles. <laughs> Lengths, Spans, yeah. I say. Here I had this 40-year-old albino in my arms who had lived the life of most 90-year-old people in terms of, you know, rock and roll and all that. And I'm like, yeah, I could just see the Newsday headlines the next day, you know, rock legend dies in studio owner's arms. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, but he was fine. He came back the next day and he's like, my wife thinks we should knock off a little earlier. I'm like, fine by me. <laughs> you know, like, but uh, anyway, to, to be more serious about, about him and his amazing talent, he came in one day and did, um, uh, he said, I'm going to do a, some section parts. He brought a baritone, a tenor, and an alto sax with him. He said, I'm going to do some section parts. He said, oh, Kevin, you may think one of these notes is out of tune, but I'm tempering to something you won't have heard yet. So I'm like, okay. And uh, give me another track. Give me another track. So we did five horns, five-part harmony, doubled. So there were 10 tracks, which we then submixed down to a stereo pair. When he got done, and it might have been on Rock and Roll Revival. I think it might have been the song. It sounded like the Benny Goodman Orchestra had shown up. It was his pitch was pristine. You know, we didn't have auto-tune or any of that stuff back then, you know. He did these section parts one note at a time, tempering one to the next mentally without hearing it. I mean, for those who don't understand this kind of stuff, you know, pianos are well-tempered instrument, but string players, horn players adjust their major third or their minor third or their fourth to fit the note that they're pairing with. So in other words, you know, that it was just kind of an amazing, I mean, there were a million things on that album that were amazing to me. His singing is out of this world, his synth playing, but he, you know, he is, he is one gift. So anyway, this was the single from that album. That's the one that made it to his greatest hits record. And this is called Rock and Roll Revival, Edgar Winter. Hey! 
Great song. So in, in hearing it, it, it reminded me of uh, the fact that the guy who got me hooked up with the Edgar Winter Group to do that record was uh, the keyboard player on that track named Ronnie Lawson, who is a lifelong friend. Um, and Ronnie and I were in a group called Key Largo back in 76 and 7. Um, we were on, uh, on Mercury Records, uh, which became Polygram while we were there. And we did an album up in Bearsville. And that was the only time in all my owning the studio where I left to do a music gig for a while. Actually, that and the BG tour with Janie and Dennis, that's a whole nother thing. But, uh, um, you know, Ronnie is the person who recommended me to engineer uh, Edgar's record. And I, I could not not give him a shout out, you know. Oh, yeah. Great, <laughs> just a great, great player. Um, Al Ferranti on guitar, Greg Winter on drums, no relation, and uh, Scott Spray on bass. Well, that was a wonderful story and an amazing song that Kevin Kelly has a hand in producing. For the complete interview with Kevin, go to localopenmic.com or follow the link in the show notes to go directly to his episode. It's easy to become a fan of Kevin Kelly. Click the follow button for the Story and Song podcast and get notified each time a fresh story and song is published. Thanks for listening this far. For the Story and Song podcast, I'm your host, Tim Heath.